Hello, and welcome to the Good Life Review podcast, where we share the sounds of the stories of up-and-coming writers. I am your host, Trelana Daniel. Today, we are excited to be showcasing the work of a poetry author. So my name is Jamie Wendt, and the piece that I submitted to the Good Life Review is Uprooting a Tree. Jamie talks to us about persona poems and interviews she does with the people closest to her to make her art form. Before we got into it, though, I asked her how she heard about our lit mag. Are you a Nebraska native? No, um, I went to the University of Nebraska Omaha for my for uh, the MFA program. Yeah. So that's how I heard about the Good Life Review. We talked about her inspiration for the piece and what she was writing about when she created it. So it's a persona poem, um, which I have at the end, um, my great, uh, great, great grandmother's name. Um, She was born in Russia and uh, um, her, along with um, a few relatives, came to the United States in like around 1888. Um, And so it's from her point of view. um, And... uh, I've been playing a lot with persona poems um, as I'm kind of working on a new collection of poems. But I think um, this poem is really about um, why some people, I think, leave their home and why some people are tied to their home. She's having a conversation, um, not even really a conversation, but like a moment with um, this young boy who's her neighbor in Russia and he doesn't want to leave. And so my family, they ended up leaving Russia um, because of the pogroms. Um, They were persecuted um, for their religion, they were Jewish. And so they came to the United States. Um, But in trying to imagine their lives, like as I'm kind of creating some poems lately about them, um, I'm imagining that there were people who wanted to stay and that were connected to the land um, and would rather, you know, be in a familiar environment than cross the Atlantic to America. So um, I kind of introduced the poem by her mentioning that, you know, there generation after generation, we yank roots from the earth. So, you know, it's called uprooting a tree. Um, tree, I guess, kind of referring to like our family tree, um, you know, a whole generation of people coming to a new country and uprooting their lives um, and coming to a place that, you know, is strange and then having their children grow up and, you know, feeling like they are strangers now in this new place. Um, as she kind of thinks back about this boy who's still back at home and maybe, you know, remains a boy in her memory. Jamie mentions her grandmother a lot in this poem, so I wanted her to tell us a little bit more about her. Like, what was her name? And I also wanted to know who else does she write about? Yeah, it's Mena, um, but she always went by Minnie. And I've been interviewing my grandfather lately. Um, he's 88. And so I've been trying to interview him so I get stories of um, his life. He grew up in Chicago. He was born here. And so Minnie was um, 
his grandmother, although she passed away before my grandpa was born. Um, she died, Minnie died in a car accident in 1922, which is interesting because like cars were like pretty new. Um, yeah, but, I feel like there was a ton of cars back then. So that's, she's, she might've been one of the first yeah i know so they didn't know each other but there was a lot lost like in translation um between like my grandpa and his relatives who were coming from russia um because his like grandparents all spoke yiddish um they didn't teach yiddish to their children um it just like wasn't passed on so a lot of their stories weren't passed on so there's a lot that's like lost in translation. Um, so like when I'm trying to interview my grandpa for stories, it's, you know, he tells me about his life, but there's a lot missing. So, which I also kind of find to be like freeing from a poet's point of view, um, because I get to kind of write fiction and poetry and I like that. Jamie had some really interesting stories to share about her grandfather from her interviews. So I asked her, what was your favorite story so far? Um, yeah, so he, he grew up on the north side of Chicago in a pretty Jewish community. Um, most of his neighbors were Jewish and the synagogue was down the street. So um, his father was like the president of the synagogue. And so, you know, he was, always, my grandfather was always there, you know, for Hebrew school, religious school. Um, but he told me one time he just like, didn't like it, didn't want to be there. And he like jumped out of the window. <laughs> so <laughs> I just can't really imagine him like jumping out of the window of a Hebrew school. But uh, yeah, he, seemed, he was kind of like a rebellious kid, I think. Her interest in telling persona poems that were about immigrants had me reflecting on some of the interviews I'd recently heard from refugees and immigrants in the Midwest. I wanted to know more about her experiences interviewing refugees. Yeah, and I think like part of what makes me drawn to writing like persona poems too, like about that immigrant experience is it just feels like an act of empathy, like the whole process, right, of like just trying to like understand someone else's story and um and like and then it just makes me like have to answer the question of like why am I writing the persona poem and I think a lot of like my ancestors like they didn't write things down they didn't you know pass their stories on so it's like a way to give voice to like people who like never shared their stories you know or to, to the voiceless I guess I've been doing some research too and um, been kind of inspired by some photographs and art, um, like from the time period, slightly after um, when my uh, great grandparents left, but like around 1910, 12, um, actually between 1912 and 1914, there is an interesting collection of photographs by a man named Solomon Udovin, I think is how you pronounce his name. He's like a Russian um, Jewish photographer who like went into the shtetls of Russia, like just as they were basically like dissolving, disintegrating um, before World War One. And the photographs are just like stunning. And it kind of gives me a better image of what maybe my great grandparents lives were like there. And then kind of like helps me create more stories through poems. Are you going to be publishing this poetry collection? Um, I hope so. Yeah. Um, it's not finished yet. Um, I tend to revise like a ton and I think I overthink my poems a lot. I revise a poem like maybe 20 times, 25 times. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's coming together, um, into a collection. It's not, doesn't quite have a title yet, but, um, yeah, it's coming together. I'm hoping in the next year it'll be more finalized. 
Next up, I asked Jamie what she was reading these days. Some of her recent reads are definitely trending after the Black Lives Matter movement and the historic 2020 election. I, I read both poetry and nonfiction and fiction. I kind of read everything. So recently, um, I just finished reading Don't Touch the Bones, which is a poetry collection by Julia Kolchinsky um, Des, uh, Deshbach, I think is how you pronounce her name. She is Ukrainian. Um, and she writes a lot about um, her family's like survival from the Holocaust. So, and her poems are very much about like trying to connect to her identity um, as an American and like her Ukrainian Russian heritage. So like she writes a lot about like assimilation and culture and like bones and like your heritage, which I thought was interesting. Um, but I'm also currently reading um, How to Be an Anti-Racist by Ibram X. Kendi. I'm part of a book club. I'm a teacher. Um, I'm a high school English teacher. And so a group of us teachers are in a book club reading that book. I also recently read uh, a good book of essays, uh, Sewn by Earth. I'm sorry, Sewn in Earth by Fred Arroyo. Um, he was a professor at the University of Nebraska Omaha when I was a student there. Um, but it's also like about memory and like family and uh, like father-son relationships. Um. I couldn't let Jamie go without asking our trademark question, what does the good life mean to you? Appreciating the beauty around you, um, which I feel like is what poetry is doing, right? And just like art in general and writing. I know you guys publish fiction and you know other types of writing too, but the good life I think is just, and again, kind of going back to what I was saying about persona poems, it's like having empathy, right? Like by reading, um, and just by, you know, looking at what's around us, we can have more empathy and understanding for the world. And like, that's the good life, right? Like, um, you know, just like noticing the beauty and like joy um, and just not letting it like pass us by. Next up, we have Jamie read her piece, Uprooting a Tree. Jamie Wendt is the author of the 2018 poetry collection, Fruit of the Earth, and winner of the 2019 National Federation of Press Women Book Award. Her poetry, essays, and book reviews have been published in various literary journals and anthologies, including Feminine Rising, Voices of Power and Invisibility, Lilith, and Literary Mama, among many others. She holds an MFA from the University of Nebraska at Omaha and teaches high school English in Chicago, where she lives with her husband and two children. Uprooting a Tree There is always risk when uprooting a tree. Generation after generation, we yank roots from the earth, and no one can recall the first seed, the place a root splits. My tongue names a new species that my sons can never understand. I kiss their foreheads at night, and they grow into strangers, laughing in their sleep. I remember the lanky boy in Cove Gobernia who ate copper coins from his parents' wallet rather than be forced on a ship to America. He ate half of their fortune. His fingers were orange, smelled like dirt. He swung from trees, a monkey snake, rushed to me one day across the road where I often dug, pat soil, grabbed weeds, planted flowers. He shoved his splintered hand in my face. I already sensed I would be a mother to sons. I tweezed out the tiny wood with my black nails, licked his red wound slow and hot, prophesied he would remain a boy, forever running from himself.
without guilt in his chest, without pages between his lips, without an ocean to hold him steady. And, and then at the end, I do have um, my great grandmother's name, Mena or Minnie Pretkovitz, 1905. If you want to read more about Jamie Wint, you can head to thegoodlifereview.com. Thanks for listening to the Good Life Review podcast. We're very excited to keep producing these podcasts and bringing you great stories from our current writers. A huge thank you to our editorial team that is mostly based out of Nebraska and almost entirely made up of writers from the flyover states, which is why we don't want your work to be overlooked. If you have a piece you'd like to submit, head on over to our submittable page, thegoodlifereviewsubmittable.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook and social media. It's Facebook, we are The Good Life Review, and on Twitter, The Good Life Lit Mag. Thank you for listening. We hope that despite these difficult days, you are indeed living the good life.